I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Sports Virgins, the podcast from Pomodo, where a pair of total sport novices, that's me, Amy Vos, and me, Matt Richardson, get to learn all about the world of sport. In this episode, we spoke about scoring a goal from your own half. It sounds, I mean, it sounds like a euphemism for masturbation, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Darts. And don't quite have the beer gut for darts just yet. Well, That's achievable. I mean, you can work on that. Don't put yourself down, <laughs> Dylan. And the dark side of American football. He's the only American footballer who we can categorically say is not a murderer. It's time for the Sports Virgins. Hi, Sports Virgins. Can can I just start this episode with um, a chat about something that's happened? I mean, we've only just launched and I have made a massive faux pas, which I... I didn't realise I was making, but it has quite serious, <laughs> quite serious connotations. It's highly embarrassing. Um, now, as you know, Matt and I don't know obviously a great deal about sport. No, right? well, well, don't drag me into this. <laughs> this is all you. Well, you should have pointed it out because now I might get hate mail and death threats or something. So um, you may have seen in our artwork, basically when we took that picture, we grabbed a load of sporting equipment, and I thought because we were at my house at the time. I thought, oh, do you know what, lads? I've got a sporty-looking T-shirt. It's a T-shirt. It's my boyfriend's. It's an oversized T-shirt, which I wear to bed. I genuinely just wear... But I thought, oh, it's like an American sports team, so it'll look quite sporty. So I thought it'd be a good idea, right? And it looked quite good in the picture, didn't it? It looked quite sporty. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Right. Why did no one point out to me that that T-shirt, as someone on Twitter pointed out, is the Redskins t-shirt the american football team who have recently been in the center of a very controversial racism row about the name of their team redskins which i'm now wearing with pride on the cover of our podcast artwork we all said and you went no this i really (laughs) believe that they shouldn't be changing their name this is the hill i'm gonna die on (laughs) i didn't right i just had a tweet from someone saying edgy t-shirt choice and I was like what and then I found out more about the Redskins but it literally it was just it is just a t-shirt that was was one of my boyfriend's old t-shirts where to bed and it turns out yeah it's slightly problematic so what do we do with this well yeah it's it's been a bit of a story in the US hasn't it because a lot of teams are nicknamed whether it's Redskins or Savages or Indians or Chiefs or Warriors and things like that and they've all basically had to drop it in the last 12 months because of all the the race storm in the US Um, but here in the UK there's also been a few teams and there's been calls for them to drop their names as well so Exeter Chiefs obviously just won the double in uh, Europe in rugby you obviously knew that right um, yes. I mean, yeah, I was just waiting for you to bring it up because otherwise um, I would have jumped in there. 
Yeah, so they're, they're known as the Chiefs, and you know a, a lot of their branding and their whole thing around Exeter is about the Chiefs. So there's been big calls for them to drop that, but um, they haven't. But in the US, they all have. But yeah, good, good to see which uh, side of the argument Amy is resting on. Listen, I mean, I mean what? the only reason I know about it is because South Park did a whole episode about it. That's <laughs> that, and that is the only reason I've got any frame of reference for it is because of a teenage boys TV show. Well, what's really annoying is when I realised and read about the story, I was like, yes, I've read about this story. I know this story, but at no point did I... I don't think I've even ever looked at what's on the T-shirt. I just quite like the style of it. Like, I like American team sports T-shirts. So um, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what we do. Maybe we blur it out of the artwork or something, because I don't want to be... You know, I don't want to be people thinking I'm some kind of racist. You don't want people finding out that you're some kind of racist. <laughs> don't you start this. You were stood next to me in that photo and you said nothing, which makes you complicit, if oh, anything. Damn it. I think. <laughs> uh, so um, apologies for that. I can assure you it was not. It was by no means deliberate. You see, this is what happens when I try and be sporty. Blows up in my face. Yeah, you end up having to make some sort of like awkward Tory apology for saying something inappropriate. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so do you think we can move on, guys? Will we be yes, okay? We, is it going to be I think right? this is okay. I think your yeah. ignorance gets you away with this. Right, okay. Thank you for that. Um, something else I'd like to cover off quickly as well. Um, Dylan, I noticed in the news there was an update on Ryan Reynolds buying Wrexham FC. Um, I can't remember the other guy. And I didn't even click on the link. I just saw the news headline but do we do we know any more about why on earth this is happening yes we mentioned this a couple of episodes ago but uh clearly this is going to be an ongoing thread throughout the sports virgin season um but the latest here is that they basically they're deadly serious about this they've now made their pitch to the wrexham supporters and all the board of directors and everything they've made their pitch to actually buy the club um so now there's a vote and uh the vote's going to be made on november the 15th so i mean they'll be stupid to not vote this through but, do we know how much they're offering um i i don't know how much they're offering but it, it's owned by the supporters so it's not oh. going to be a huge amount so so it's I like mean, a cooperative almost rather than anything else yeah i think they got into financial difficulty don't know when 15-ish years ago and uh, the supporters all got together and basically took control of the club so i don't oh, think right. it's gonna be a, a big deal for you know two hollywood superstars to take it over um but basically that they were looking for a team in well western europe or then narrowed it down to the uk to take over a team that had a bit of history but weren't doing so well these days um, and they, they're going to create a Netflix documentary about taking this team from where they are today up into, well, you know, maybe the Premier League, I guess, is the end goal. But who knows? Oh, okay. That sort of ruined it for me because there's a cynical reason why this is happening. Like, Because I thought it was, oh, these two people, they want to help this team. They want to give back to some small community somewhere. But actually, Netflix are paying them a fortune to make a documentary about it. Yeah, but it's good for the club, though. You know, for them, they're yeah. going nowhere. It's a bit of publicity, a bit of money into the club. Um, you know, if if this falls flat, then it's going to look bad on those two actors. So I guess it's in their interest to make this a success. So which is good for the club? Yeah, I like that. That's a bit like the Man United footballers did it for what was it called? The team up. I watched some of that, and it was amazing. Is this Salford? That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like Gary Neville and all those guys have uh, bought that club and you know, bringing it up through the ranks. But, um, but they must be a bit annoyed by this story, though, because they just like did a BBC documentary and Ryan Reynolds has got Netflix on board. They're probably thinking, oh, 
FFS could have got. <laughs> that was because that was a brilliant. The, the bits I saw, it was a very sort of inspiring story. It would have been a, a big Netflix hit, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, ho- hopefully this one will be. Um, you know, Wrexham's a very working class town, but the thought of two Hollywood A listers going in there is just ridiculous, isn't it? So, yeah, we'll see. Watch this space. I suppose could be a disaster or it could be amazing. Yeah, I, I wonder if Ryan Reynolds will actually be starring in it as well. Like, will he? Yeah, I mean, otherwise, like, I don't think they're just going to have a documentary about the town of Wrexham yeah. and their football club without any Ryan Reynolds <laughs> yeah. stardust. Yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, they're, they're they're pretty bad these days as a club, so maybe they're going to play. Oh, now that is a storyline. <laughs> yeah, put put themselves up front. I'm I'm now the owner. I'm starting in midfield. I don't care what you say. Could, I'm playing. So, this is a really stupid question, but could the owner of a football club technically go? I want to play, and there's nothing they could do about it. <laughs> well, you know, if, if, if that sort of is a bit more of a dictatorship in leadership style, but I guess technically you could, I suppose. Yeah. So, like, you know, um, some businessman swoops in and buys a football club, and then goes, "The reason I bought this is because I'm going to be the goal." Yeah. <laughs> and that, that would be and great. that would just. That see, why isn't there more of that happening? Of like billionaires living out their schoolboy fantasies. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, fingers crossed. Uh, Matt, have you been up to any sports over the last week? You just mentioned you've been to an osteopath. So have you been getting playing a bit of rugby or something? No, it turns out. Uh, it turns out the way I look at the telly from the sofa has ruined my neck. That's uh, genuinely the reason. Classic. Like, <laughs> Okay, we were, sat, we were kind of talking about, I had a problem with my neck, and he was like, do you sit on the left side of the sofa and look at the telly that way? And I went, yeah. And he went, that'll be the issue. I'm like, cool, great, yeah, lovely. Loads of sport, mate. I've been playing um, a bit of chess this week, and I think we've all agreed that that is a sport. Oh, okay. yeah. So no cheating, but I've been, uh, yeah, been that inspired me to get the chessboard back out and uh, play a bit of chess. Very cool. So, you know, actually, you're trying to trip me up there. I know. Screw you. Eating my words, aren't I? <laughs> uh, Have you okay. done any sport? Uh, I've done some yoga and uh, is I yoga, did. Is it a sport yoga? Because you can't do it competitively. It's re- that's really competing is not the yoga vibe. Matt. Yeah, that's that why I had to stop. About. I had to stop going to yoga classes because I was always like, did I do the best yoga today? And the teacher would go, that isn't really the point of yoga. No. And I'm like, but, but I need, did I do the best yoga? That's what I need to know. <laughs> yeah, no. So I did that. I did a CrossFit class, but let's not, I, oh, Oof. it's not called CrossFit. I know, but no, Dylan, not. Won't be doing that for done all the sports, I bet, haven't you? But do you know what I I did see this week? Sorry, I don't know if this is a new sport. I saw a couple of lads, no joke, on the park yesterday. You know, obviously people are taking to the park again because of lockdown to do sport. And they were sparring, you know, with the pads. And one of them was smoking a cigarette (laughs) whilst boxing. Wow. So I don't know. Just hanging out the side of his mouth. Yeah, literally. Yes. That's the the coolest thing I've ever heard. I mean, what a guy. In my local park, last lockdown, people were doing slack rope walking, just to give you an idea of how rough the part of London I live in is. What the hell is that? You know where they get like a rope, like almost like those bands they use to tie things to lorries, you know, and they they put it between two trees and like walk on it and try and do tricks on it. (laughs) I was worried you were going to say this. I knew it would be that. That is very much. And everyone was sat in the park going, look at those absolute (laughs) arseholes over there. Um, (laughs) But it turns out they're fair weather slack slack rope walkers. They've not been back. And and yes, I can tell you all, they were white people with dreadlocks. So don't even ask. Don't need, to, don't need to tweet me. Let's not get bogged down in this again. Come on. Okay, Dylan. So new stories this week. What have we evidently missed? Yeah, a few things went on this week. Uh, it was the first round of the FA Cup this weekend. Um, so we briefly mentioned the FA Cup in last week's episode. So do you want to tell me a bit about what you know about the FA Cup? 
Um, any what any teams can have a go? Is it? Yeah. Like any league? Yeah, kind of. I mean, there's 736 teams enter the FA Cup every year, so yeah, pretty much any team. I don't know and you what can, level to cut it off. You can have because I think my local team once played a Premiership team in the FA Cup at their home ground, which is fit for 200 people or something mad. You know, like that can happen, can't it? It can be a really exciting moment for smaller teams. Yeah, exactly. You get some proper David versus Goliath matchups, but that that doesn't happen really until the third round. So the big teams don't come into the FA Cup until round three. Oh, I was just about to ask, because I was like, what if, you know, Man U got drawn to play against Ode BFC, which is a local town I used to live near? Like that would be, um, yeah, that's why that happens then. I mean, that is totally possible. Like if if that club gets through to the third round and draws Man United, that's totally possible. And that has happened in the past. Wrexham actually is one of the most famous ones where they played Arsenal once and they actually beat Arsenal at home many, many years ago. Um, But yeah. That'll be good for the documentary. Maybe that's why they picked Uh, it up. I tell you what, that, game is going to be all over the documentary every single bloody episode um but yeah th- there's been some real good sort of tiny little towns playing against massive clubs there's been some cracking stories for that okay um, so but that's... but so so yeah so this weekend was the first round um so you know no real david goliath matches but you know you did have some teams from like the ninth tier who have actually played six qualifying games already to get to the first round so for them, that's a proper David versus Goliath kind of match. Although they were playing against Harrogate um, and they lost 4-1. But still, for them, it's amazing for them to get to the first round of the FA Cup. I think that's that was called Skelmersdale United. Skelmersdale? The big, uh, the big Skelmersdale. But up, up in Liverpool somewhere. Oh. Um, but the, the other big news from the FA Cup uh, first round was that Wayne Rooney's brother, um, who plays for Stockport County, he scored a goal from his own half which uh, is quite impressive. I mean, does that mean anything to you scoring from his own half? It sounds, I mean, it yeah. sounds like a euphemism for masturbation. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's probably, he's, yeah. He probably did that. Scored a goal. Yeah, he scored a goal from his own half. If yeah. you know what I mean. That's like the other end of the pitch, right? Yeah, exactly. From yeah. His, yeah so like a f- 50 meters plus shots that beat the goalie went in. And the interesting there, thing there is that Rooney actually did this in the Premier League when he was young. So God knows when, probably about 15 years ago. Um, so it's almost identical. So it's quite cool for Wayne Rooney's brother to get a moment of glory. Who does it, Wayne Rooney's brother play for? Uh, Stockport County. And I can't remember who they played against, but uh, um, I mean... There's I, always, I always find this in certain things. There is always like someone mega famous and their brother is trying to do it as well. Like there's a few comics like... Um, mm. Like uh, Jason Manford's brother does comedy. Ramesh Ranganathan's brother does comedy. And it's weird because you're just like, I personally would go, you know what? I'm not even going to try because you've got to live in the shadow of these like absolute success stories. And yet they still go for it. Like it's this real underdog thing about it. And like Wayne Rooney's brother playing for Stockport County, go and do rugby, mate. Just do something different because your brother is one of the best footballers in the country. Why are you even bothering? Because even then you've talked about this massive achievement he's made and you reference his brother doing it when he was younger at a higher level. Like it's just depressing for him. Yeah. But also as well, what's really sad, I think, is if Wayne didn't exist, his brother playing for Stockport would be like a huge achievement in most families, right? That would be like, wow, he plays for Stockport. But because you're up against... Wayne Rooney, that's that's like, uh, well done. It's just, uh, yeah, that must suck. But, you know, good on him, though. He's had his one moment of glory. I mean, let's be honest. Most people didn't know this guy existed, but now he's had his one moment of glory. What's his name? We're just saying Wayne Rooney's brother. What's his name? I don't actually know his name. Oh, no. We're just talking about him. I feel bad. Wayne Rooney's brother. 
<laughs> What's the guess? Uh, uh, um, Liam. Neil. Oh. <laughs> Roger. If called, if Roger Rooney. Roger. If they've gone Adam. for Wayne. Is it Adam? No, John. John. John Rooney. John Rooney. John Rooney. John and Wayne. They're called John Wayne. So <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Oh, I mean, that is, I mean, massive Western fans in the Rooney household. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Amazing. Yeah, so good on him. Good old, uh, I was going to say John Wayne then. No, John, good old John Rooney. He's had his moment of glory from the FA Cup. Oh. So that's the FA Cup. But I'm sure there'll be a lot more stories to come from the FA Cup, especially in the third round where, like we said earlier, the big teams come in. So you get some proper big matchups or big uh um, differences in standards so we'll recover that in a few weeks time i'm sure um but the, the the other main sort of new story that i'm going to cover off here is that there was actually a world cup over the weekend in a sport oh yeah so i can yes. i can sense the i can sense the excitement no, it, it was in darts so it was the darts world oh. cup over the weekend is that the one that's normally the big thing in london uh, alexandra palace and like everyone looks like they're having the best time time ever have you ever been to that? No, but I would love no, to go. No, I think it does look fun, yeah. It is amazing. Have you been? Yeah, it is such good fun. Honestly, if you, if you go to one sporting event, just make it that one in the Ali Pali over Christmas time. So that that's the World Championships where everyone's competing individually against each other. So then there's like the World Champion. But the World Cup that happened on the weekend is countries playing against each other. So, wait, so there's like, there's an England darts team? There, there is now, yeah. So England actually played Wales in the final. Oh, oh really? And, yeah. And I didn't know that. Who won? Come on, Wales. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So <laughs> Wales are the world champions of darts. Who would have thought it? And not, not just beat England in the final, but Wales thrashed England 3-0 in the World Cup final out in Austria uh, on the weekend in darts. So little Wales world champions. So I, I really feel like darts is such a British thing to do, but other countries play darts in the pub. So there were 32 countries entered in the World Cup. Really? But, I mean, from what my knowledge of darts is, I only thought that there was about four or five. Basically, you've got England, Wales, Scotland, Netherlands are really good, Belgium are quite good, and then there's a couple of good people from maybe Australia, Canada, there's a couple of others, but... So it's it's almost like the rugby... It's the same countries that are good at rugby are good at darts. Yeah, and, and they're big fellas as well. So actually, you know, most of them could. It works, uh, and like do, the do rugby well. drinking culture, darts drinking. Yeah, it's sort of all the two. They really go hand in hand. Who knew that they were sports brothers? And, well, well, actually, one of the guys that plays for Wales, and he's like the, the main man for Wales. So he was a professional rugby player beforehand, and then clearly realised, hang on, I'm quite good at darts. I'm going to have a go at that. And, hey, uh, Dylan, so have you ever darts. thought? You know, I know that you've got a history where you could have played rugby for Wales. Maybe you should settle on darts. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I don't quite have the beer gut for darts just yet. Well, that's achievable. I mean, you can work on that. Don't put yourself down, <laughs> Dylan. Exactly. Look, we're not here to body shame, okay? No. Like, don't say you don't have the right body. You don't have the right body yet. Yet. Well, oh, if you think about, sorry, I mean, the interesting about uh, this guy, the, the ex rugby player, he's, you know, he's quite a big chap. They're all big chaps, but he's in good nick as well. And being an ex rugby player, he's quite confrontational on the hockey. So he's been quite a, a controversial character over the last few years. He's had sorry, lots of arguments. What's the hockey? Oh, the hockey is basically like the thing they have to stand behind the hockey to throw the dart on the board. Oh, right, okay. But so it's like, like it's like the the field or the or the court. But they can but they can like have a go at each other and sort of like try and psych each other out as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it Amazing. doesn't happen very often, but he, he's very niggly and he gets in people's faces and he's very confrontational and people don't like it. But I think it's great for the sport. I think, you know what, next year, I think a sports virgin's trip to the darts is what's needed. Oh, yes. 100%, 100%. That and and so some of their nicknames are sensational as well. So the guy I'm talking about here, Ger- Gerwin Price, the Welsh guy, so he's called Gerwin the Iceman Price. And his partner was Johnny the Ferret Clayton. Oh, that's the better. Ferret. That's that. <laughs> ferret, ferret, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you'd be gutted on the on the nickname given out day, wouldn't you? It's like, okay, so you're called Laser, you're called Iceman, you're called the Flame, the Ferret, and yeah. you are. Sorry, why am I the? Let's. Do you want to do you want to find out why I'm called the Ferret? No, I don't. I don't think I do actually. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd rather not know. Yeah, Bagsy the uh, Weasel. I wonder. Um, what, I wonder what your what would your nickname be for darts, Amy? Um, maybe oh, I'm quite small, so maybe like the the Nat. Or the um, <laughs> or the shrew. What about you? You're quite I'd, tall and I'd be I'd be Matt the limbs. Ah, okay. Oh, I'm good, very limmy. I've got the advantage for darts that my arms are really long, so like I let go of it basically next to the board. So I think I'd, it's basically like doing a thumbtack. Oh. Dylan, what could we? What something Welsh maybe? I, no, I'd, I'd like something like Dylan Dead IP or something like. Oh, you know, he's thought this through. He Look came up with that this. quickly, didn't yeah, he? Really? <laughs> <laughs> he's thought about oh, that before. I, I thought, you know, I wouldn't mind this exact thing that I've thought <laughs> about with a backstory. Hey, look, I've I've spent hours down the pub playing darts. This is pretty common conversations that we have. <laughs> You know what? That's what I was thinking. How do you how do you get into like the England team? Like, where do you? It's probably the only sport where you start out getting good in the pub, right? Like, what do you have darts clubs and stuff? Yeah, you you do, you do. Local like rugby clubs or normal sort of pubs have darts teams. But darts is a pretty legit operation these days from a sports perspective. Sky Sports has done a fantastic job at, at taking what is a pub game into a sport that sells out arenas for you know fifteen twenty thousand people. You know, you, you need, to, like the Ali Pali World Championship, you need to book that months in advance, otherwise it gets sold out. And it's, you know, li- live on Sky Sports. Yeah, they've done a phenomenal job there, loads of sponsorship. And these guys now are very professional. The standard's gone up and the production value, even around their ring walks, or not ring walks, but their you know, walk-on music is fantastic. I don't know if you've seen a- any of those, but the music they all play is either like really cool or really silly. So the whole entertainment value around darts is top notch as a sport. I'm into that. I'll have a think about my walk on music as well, Matt. I don't know if you've Dylan. You'll know yours immediately. I'm sure. Look, but I mean, <laughs> the luxury of being a comedian is I get to live my walk on music fantasy because I have walk on music for my tour. So um, oh, what I, did you? I've seen this, but I can't remember what it was. What did you um, have? I've had loads of things. So um, I, I my last tour was Sum Forty One, uh, Fat Lip, oh, great walk on song. I had one vision for one tour but my favorite one was i did the superman theme once uh many years ago uh, and it doesn't kick in properly till one minute 42 and by that point they don't like you anymore so it's a real <laughs> it's a real satisfying feeling <laughs> walking onto them going oh that's a long intro <laughs> well maybe that can be a task for us we need to figure out what's our walk on music amy before uh maybe okay next, next i'll give episodes. it i'll give it some thought for sure yeah okay darts uh, so yeah so well, well done uh, congratulations to wales world champions in well darts. done wales well done okay well before we move on to the next news story we'll be back in a moment after this short message sorry matt someone's at my front door give me a second Hang on, Amy. This podcast is more important than someone at your door trying to just sell you some double glazing. Now, normally I'd agree, but I'm expecting my delivery from Beer 52. What is Beer 52? You've not heard of Beer 52? 
Do you like craft beer, Matt? Who doesn't? I love craft beer. Well, you need to get involved with Beer 52. It's the world's largest beer club with over 150,000 members and they deliver a case of hand-picked beer with a different theme every month. So a case of beers from around the world without having to leave my house, which I currently can't legally do. Amazing. Exactly. And Sports Virgin's listeners can get their first eight beers completely free, plus a free snack and magazine. What? kind of magazine i've already got quite a diverse selection of niche magazines. it's a magazine about beer matt. Ah. right i really need to get this matt hang on what's the catch there's fewer catches than david james had on a bad day all you need to do is go to www.beer52.com forward slash sports virgins and cover the postage costs of 5.95 and bingo eight free beers delivered to your door and you can pause or cancel at any time I'm sure that was a very funny joke, but who is David James? Don't know. I think he was a cricketer or something like that. What if I only like light beers? Can I just order those? Of course you can. Just the finest light or mixed beers from around the world. Right then, you better answer that door because I'm heading to www.beer52.com forward slash sports virgins right now to get mine. It was someone selling double glazing. Ah, I knew it. So the next news story is from the world of swimming, where there was a Lithuanian swimmer called Danas Rapsis. I hope I pronounced his or her name correctly. Um, they were swimming the 400 meter freestyle, so not front roll, or maybe they were doing front roll, but um, it was freestyle. Uh, they were on course to beat the world record, but the guy miscounted the number of lengths he did and stopped 50 meters too early. Oh, oh no. couldn't someone tell him? Well, they did. So he he stopped, looked around. Someone told him. He realised and thought, "Shit!" So then he continued. Oh no! But yeah. Then he's mucked up his time. Right? Is, is fifty yeah. meters in that pool? Is that one length of the pool or two lengths? Well, I think this was the problem. So normally the professionals will swim in a fifty meter pool, but this one was twenty five meters. So I guess they have to do oh. double double of the length. So he obviously miscounted. So. But he still won, though, so the other ones were clearly quite shit because even after a quick quick stop, he still won. But obviously, miles away from the world record, so he's lost his chance. That is, Yeah, you'd think they'd have some kind of flag or something when they'd done it, but I don't. they don't normally do that, though, do they? Uh, no, I mean, you know, usually it's pretty simple to get, get it right. But yeah, the poor guy. But um, have you guys ever swum a 50-metre length in a swimming pool before? It's not very common in this country, isn't it? Um, what what, what an Olympic what's... size. I've, I've, been, I've only yeah. been in an Olympic pool once in my life, um, and it, they're huge. Yeah. 50 metres is way bigger than you think it's going to be. I don't, I can't, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm not sure if I've been in an Olympic pool, but I just remember, did you at school have to put pyjamas on and dive in and get a brick from the bottom? Pyjamas? <laughs> That was my swimming experience. At basically, basically, they were assuming you one day you're going to be on a cruise ship that sinks at night. <laughs> That's what they all. Th- I don't really understand. And also, do you remember they teach you what's it called? Treading water. Where they're like, don't get your- if you get your head wet, you're dead. That was basically <laughs> the thing, wasn't it? You're like, if you get your head wet, that's all your body heat gone. And like seven years old in a pool. Uh, yeah, really weird. Why do they teach us that? Is that a drowning well, thing? Yeah, it must be that like if you're in a in a situation where you're in your normal clothes, maybe not pyjamas, maybe they just yeah, use yeah. pyjamas, uh, that you can dive in and get a brick. But I mean, I, I've never seen those bricks out of anywhere. 
other than a swimming pool. I don't know about you. So I don't I don't know if when that situation is going to occur. I used to really hate swimming lessons when we used to go as a like I used to do them like away from school, but the school ones where you'd have to wear a swimming cap. I had a Veruca once. And I had to wear a Veruca sock, and I oh, don't no. think I don't think Social I've ever experienced suicide. anything. It, it was basically like you know that bit in Game of Thrones where she walks down the street naked and someone's shame. going shame. <laughs> That's what it felt like wearing a Veruca sock as an yeah. eight-year-old. Yeah, it's the lur- pool. It's, you've got the lurgy, haven't you? Yeah, it's you awful. really, do, you yeah. really do. Yeah. Did Did you get any badges to sew onto your trunks? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, loads, loads of badges, mate. Um, I can't I, remember. I, did you? Uh, mine always had Tony the Tiger on. I don't know if you were the Tony the Tiger. Like mm, when I was no. swimming and getting the badges, Frosties sponsored the badges. Were, were, the were, were these legit badges, or did your mum just yeah, they like, sound cut, cut them out of the Frosties? No, they were real. Like, yeah. Mine were quite what, official what ones. Disintegrating. You know. <laughs> oh, what what ones? How far did you get then, Amy? I don't know. I just remember sewing a load on my cosy. Um, but I, God knows. But I, I what think about I did, you, Dylan? did all right. I like swimming. No, I was, I was quite shit at swimming actually. Um, I definitely got a few badges here and there. I don't remember what, but was never that good. I wasn't wasn't never really built for swimming. Body shape. I mean, really. I don't mean to be I don't mean to be an asshole, but on eBay they're fifteen quid a badge, so you could actually just sew them onto your trunks now if you like. <laughs> yeah, okay, I might do that. I might get some credibility down in the local swimming club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, fifteen pounds a badge. You know, I mean, would you get credibility as a grown man if you had a little? Frosty's badge just wow. next to you. I'm just looking at your Frosty's badge. I have never seen those, Matt. I'll be honest, they look like you got them out of a cereal pack. Uh, well, mine, mine were far more um, official looking. Well, I mean, I think they look pretty official. No, <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they look like you got them free with your Frosty's. <laughs> Did I just have a swimming teacher just ate a lot of Frosties to give us the badges? I think so, yeah. That's why she kept giving us the same ones over and over again. She couldn't quite get the 100 metres. I, I think, more... Matt, you, you need to prove yourself here. You need to get out there and earn your proper 25-metre swim I mean, badge. I, you know what? I am not a great swimmer either. Like, I, I, try to do, I try to do swimming as exercise, and it's awful because there's nothing to distract yourself with. It's just you and your thoughts in a pool. <laughs> yeah, true. It's absolutely depressing. <laughs> I quite like it, but what I enjoy doing now is seeing how far I can go underwater. And so if I can do a I length mean, underwater... That's I'm... the thing I used to do when I was seven years old on yeah, holidays. Well, yeah. <laughs> I get really competitive about it. And when I went last went away with my boyfriend, I was like, can you watch? Just watch. I'll get to the other end. And then we had a competition, um, which is weird when you're in your late 30s, but it happened. <laughs> And then I got an ear infection because of it, so I'm not going to do it again. So, um, so that's my swimming career. Uh, so yeah, so that's the swimming news. If you're on track for a world record, maybe don't stop a length too early. Yeah, I mean, the sw- you know what? Even as a child, like swimming as a sport that people took seriously. But well, you know, when you're young, all the swimmers they start really young, don't they? But they all went swimming before school. Yeah, just and I used to just think, oh no, it's not worth it. Actually, is it? My friend Olympic- Joe did, and she'd go and before a- school and after school, and I'd be like, yeah. "This is swimming this is awful. really hard. Swimming's hardcore. Like your skin must always be a bit chlorine-y as well. Yeah, always just a waft of a waft of chlorine around you must be absolutely <laughs> dreadful. But I don't know about you. The, the bit I used to love after swimming was getting a snack from the vending machine. I'd always get a wham bar or a Highland toffee. We had a wimpy in our swimming pool. So um, where I, I think, is this like cartoon I think, swimming pool that I you think learned? The only the only wimpy in the south of England was uh, at my local swimming baths. Well, you're always hungry after you swim, so that's quite good, really, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's move on to uh, our most important guest on this podcast. Um, he needs no introduction. It is Jürgen Klopp. 
Hello Sport Virgins! Jargon Klopp here. This week's sporting jargon is Hail Mary. Did he say Hail Mary? Hail Mary. He did. Hail Mary. Any ideas what that's all about? No, I don't, but I did see him on telly the other day and um, I just thought, wow, God, you're a very busy man. It's so lovely that he takes part in this podcast. (laughs) It's a really big game and uh, he looked looked quite stressed at the time. So I guess this is a bit of a relief for him though, isn't it? The FA Cup started, so he's going to be a busy boy. This is his priority though. Yeah, exactly. He's just expanding his horizons. Um, A Hail Mary. It sounds like something... I've heard this. I'm going to go really left field here and say... Ice hockey. Is it something to do with ice hockey? Uh, they have, Amy, any guesses? They have the sin bin, so they might have a Hail Mary. Yeah. I feel like it's something more... I have heard it, but I feel like it's something more... That's Tina Turner, mate. That's, uh, that's <laughs> oh, Yeah, that's it is. might not be. I've just heard the phrase. Proud Mary. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, Tina Turner. <laughs> I'm going to go... Yeah, maybe American. I'm going to go American football. Yeah, American football. Do you, do you know what it is in American football, though? Yeah. No, you know of course is? not. <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, Hail Mary is an extremely long pass in American football. So often when the clock is dead or there's no other options or you've got nothing to lose, the quarterback just literally throws it as far as he can into the end zone and just hopes for the best, basically. So it's called a Hail Mary. Because they're, because they're basically, you pray that it goes well. Yeah, and, and it's called a Hail Mary because apparently the first person to ever done this in a big, important match, which was televised and was a success, when he was interviewed after the game, they asked him what he was doing. He said, when I threw the ball, I closed my eyes and shouted, Hail Mary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss so oh. now it's called Hail Mary yeah I wish you'd have shouted something a bit better really because it could you could have been calling it um, you know it could have been called uh, yeah could have been called <laughs> go on son or something like that you know? yeah uh, oh, oh mummy help me something you know something a bit more interesting <laughs> Hail Mary is quite I wonder why he said because it's obviously a religious thing right well, it's just a, it's a hope for the best, isn't it? Because and it's quite funny to see because you often then get about ten players stood in the end zone waiting for this ball, or like almost like a schoolyard kind of thing where someone throws a ball in the air and like there's ten kids trying to catch it. But it's quite funny to see, and and it's quite often doesn't work out, but on some occasions it does work out. And a few years ago, Aaron Rodgers, who plays for the Green Bay Packers, he did a really famous one where it was something like sixty-five meters. He threw the ball, last play of the game. And there was about 10 of them waiting for it. And one of his own team caught it in the end zone, touchdown, they won the game. Big, big story. I think I've heard of him. And, I, and I, this is embarrassing because he went out with Olivia Munn. Is that right? 
Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not you know, sure. You know, Olivia Munn, the they, actress. They she's like Hollywood actress. She's in like, yeah, right, you know, okay. X-Men and like, anyway. Who's, who's the one Who's the one that everyone loves who's just gone to... Tom Brady. Oh, married to He's, Giselle. Yeah. Married to married to Giselle, you know. But that's why they call me the Tom Brady of comedy. It's because I'm with Sam Rollinson, you know. It's kind of very similar <laughs> thing. Um, it's um, yeah, but he's amazing. Tom Brady's like the one, isn't he? He's sort of the, the yeah Pele of American football. Yeah, there we go. You show off. Yeah, so he, he's ge- generally considered the greatest of all time. Um, do, do you know? Come on, you're showing off now. You've just named an NFL player. Come on, show off again. Give me some of the NFL players. Um, oh God. A oh, rock. Um, <laughs> you've done Tom Brady, right? Um, yeah. That was probably the only. Oh God, I, I, a name just came into my head, but it's really dark. It's too, it's because I saw a documentary about that guy. I don't want to. Uh, Aaron Hanan was it? Hanan yeah, that's right. Aaron Hanan's ne- oh, Netflix documentary. Yeah. yeah. What, what happened? What happened with oh, him? Oh no, it's really dark. Um, did you do? Did you do a murder? Yeah, 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 basically. Yeah. yeah, well, there you go. That's not I mean, ideal. He's, he's died now. It's horrendous. But like, just the whole story is. But isn't it a lot? What was quite interesting about that is I listened to a podcast about that because I got quite interested in it, and they were talking about how the, the effect of playing American football has on your brain. Yeah. And there's a huge like research, isn't there, being done about how actually it can dramatically yeah, it may, affect you. Will Smith and... made a whole film about it. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah okay. it's called Concussion. If you didn't remember it, I'm a oh. bit worried about you, actually. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. Think... All that American football you've been playing, Amy, has affected your head. Oh, this is, well, this is it. But would you think the same applies to rugby? Because I know it's not quite as... Well, it's... it's hardcore, it, I mean, but... well, you could you could argue that it's worse, actually. It's just well, that yeah, there's... because we don't have the protection. Yeah, we don't... No helmets, no padding. Yeah. Um, there's... They're definitely taking a lot more serious. American football were the first to really take it seriously and do some proper research, but um, it's early days for rugby. They're changing the laws a lot of rugby to protect the head um, because the, the the reality is we don't know what the effects are. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're, they're trying to uh, Well, make it must be bad because you look at like any serious rugby player's ears and if it's doing that to the the outside, what must be happening inside? <laughs> it must be awful. Just do, do you know what that's called? Cauliflower ear. Yeah, exactly. So imagine the brain's a big cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> but the few we, rugby players I've met, I can imagine that quite easily. Yeah, yeah. S- same here. Now, we'll move on from that dark story of NFL Sorry players. Sorry about that. You just asked. I basically, no, I don't know any other players. Okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> lighten the mood by giving you another ex-American football player, OJ Simpson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's another one. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Again, Dylan, actually... that's not lightening the mood. <laughs> yes, it is. I think, I think you'll find it is, Amy, because he famously didn't do the murder. Of yeah, of course. course. Yeah, of course. He's, oh, yeah. He's, he's the only American footballer who we can categorically say is not a murderer because yeah. he got found not guilty Officially, because yeah. of a glove. Correct. The, the other, there's a couple of well-known ones. So Dan Marino, he was in Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. If he was um, uh, a, a, a film that has aged horribly with, uh, <laughs> yeah. with its views on trans people. Um, but yeah, is Dan Marino. Really? Oh I've yeah, not seen really it for bad. Years. Oh yeah, mate, it's really bad. Um, but um, that all happens because they steal the Miami Dolphin, don't they? <laughs> they do. Yeah, they steal the dolphin. Yeah. Uh, you also get Brett Favre as in Something About Mary. Oh, uh, something about Mary. Cameron Diaz. I remember yeah, the film, yeah. I don't... Cameron Diaz, the American footballer, yeah, remember her. <laughs> but I find the college football um, angle really interesting because de- they take it mega seriously, don't they? And they're like huge stars, but they don't get paid. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and like really, oh, thousands and then, of people watch them. and then, But well then, yeah. if they play well, isn't it like 
what I know about American football is the draft, which is a whole TV thing. Um, the team that comes last gets first pick of the college players. So you then have to go and play for a team that you've not agreed. They just go, we're going to have you. And you go, all right, then it turns out I'm moving to Tampa. Lovely. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the $30, $30 million contract will sweeten the deal on that one. $30 million to go and live in a shithole. But, you know, it, at least it enables um, it. Sort of equil- <laughs> equilibrium in the league. Have you ever been to see, like, American Sports Live, Matt? I've been to baseball many years ago, and it was so long. Oh, really? Because I've got to say, it's so entertaining. I went to see the Knicks in New York, and, I mean, they must have played, it felt like they played about four minutes of basketball and about two hours of entertainment of like dancers and yeah the, basket, the basketball time. is great fun they're good at making it entertaining oh, yeah, if you're not time. interested in the actual sport yeah. like you're there for yeah. the atmosphere like it is a great day out yeah absolutely so yeah that that's what the hail mary is so you know ne- the next time you're going to throw a ball to go long for someone in the park you need to shout hail mary i have never thrown a ball with the intention of going <laughs> long because there's no point there's no point is there if you know what's going to happen like i was in the park the other day and some kids kicked a football and it came near me and they're like over here mate and i was like i picked it up and walked it over to them because i wasn't <laughs> taking that risk yeah because as a grown man you can't you can't like make you can't look stupid by doing that no you can't and, and like i've like I've never kicked a ball. Like I can't. I can't emphasise enough how few times it's happened. So I wasn't going to make an idiot of myself then. Well, this has all been a lovely chat, and I don't mean to ruin it by getting very competitive, Matt. But it's time for Quizakabusi. Yes. Now the scores at the moment. I am in the lead, uh, seventeen to sixteen. So it's very close. This is a tense time. Look, it's all to play for. I'm very happy to kind of, kind of. It's actually eighteen seventeen. Oh, I got it wrong. Okay, so it's but still one point. That's you know one point between us. So that's pretty pretty tight. All to play for. I think it would be boring if the gap was bigger or if we were equalising. Let's keep it interesting and tight. This is it. So over to Dylan for our quiz questions please okay here we go question number one who are known as the toffees in football bit of a strange nickname really to have not quite sure what the history is maybe i can look that in but uh any you ready no not yet hang on wait 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 wait. hang on no no googling as well no i'm not i'm writing i'm writing down my answers yeah i'm not googling okay i've made my guess all right you go you go first matt newcastle okay amy tottenham Uh -uh. Everton. I mean, you're oh, both sort of in the same ballpark, but you know. Why are they? Why are they called the Toffees? Yeah, do you know what? I, I actually don't know, but uh, let's find is, that out, and we'll, we'll come back to that. Is it not Toff? Is it Toffee Hammers, or is that another thing? Or the Hammers? The Hammers is another team. Oh, not Toffee Hammers. So yeah, the 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 Toffee was sold in large quantities to fans as they watched Everton play in their three old homes, so Stanley Park, Priory Road, and eventually Anfield. Oh, okay. Okay. So, because they were served toffees, they were known as the Toffee Men or Toffees. The, so. the only one I know is uh, Northampton are the Cobblers. Yeah, they are indeed, yeah. That's the only one. Because someone made shoes? Oh, yeah, I guess That'll so. do. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to make sense. Go with that. Okay, so question number two. Mm. What country won the Rugby World Cup in 2019? So, almost a year ago to the day, actually. It's not, 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 not long off. I was... Right. I was there when this final was played in the place in Japan. Yeah, I was in Japan, not there to watch. I was there at the same time. And it was a nightmare because it just made hotels really expensive and I had no interest in the actual thing. So go on then, what's your your guess? Amy, do you want to go first? Uh, France. England. 
England is my best. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. England lost oh. in the final yeah, to South Africa. <laughs> oh, okay. Damn. Damn. Both wrong. Well, at least, well, yeah, but at least my team were in the final. Yeah, so. so well, that's know, true. Yeah. Maybe you'll still get zero points, but still. I know, I, yeah, I know. It doesn't really matter. I'm still wrong. Okay, next question. What team did Roy Keane play for? Now, there's a few teams, but there's one main team, but. You know, if you get some of the other ones, I'll be impressed. England? Okay. <laughs> Amy? <laughs> Man U. He's Correct. Irish. He's Irish as well, yeah. So England is wrong on both counts. So, so my, like, my safety guess wasn't even correct. Great, no, brilliant. No, there no. we go. Okay. Lovely. <laughs> okay, so 1-0 to Amy. Uh, next question. What sport is the Ryder Cup? Ready? Yep. yep. Matt? Golf. Amy? Golf. Okay, good. I wasn't sure whether that was going to be a trick question with the rider. Uh, okay, number five. How many points do you get for hitting the bullseye in darts? Okay, Amy? 180. <laughs> Matt? 50. It's fi- 50. It's 50, yeah, correct. 50. What? Well, why do people go 180 in darts? So that's if you get the treble 20, which is worth 60. Right. 20. If you hit that three, you get three darts. If you hit the treble 23 oh. times, that's 180. That's the maximum you can get. Well, they made me look an idiot. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you, you showed some good enthusiasm there, though, so that's good. You are so confident with the voice and everything. I love it. Uh, okay, question number six. Uh, what distance does each runner run in each leg of the relay in athletics? So, Matt. 100 metres. Amy. 100 metres. Yeah, correct. Yeah, slight trick question. There's also the so it's the four by one hundred. There's also the four by four hundred as well. So you could have said. Is there really a four by four hundred? Yeah. Ugh, that the four hundred meters is awful. It's horrible, isn't it? It's a really horrible distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there we go. Well done. Um, okay, question number seven. Who has won the most FA Cups? So uh, Matt, what's your guess here? Liverpool. Amy. Man U. No, the answer is Arsenal. I mean, that's a oh. that's a tough question to be fair. Mm. But uh, Liverpool haven't won as many as the others actually. Arsenal, then Man United, then Chelsea, then Spurs. They're the FA Cup top winners. But Arsenal yeah, top. Right. Uh, okay, question number eight. Uh, name one position in American football. Ah, oh, damn oh. it! I think I gave this away. I just remember this from films. Quarter- quarterback. Yeah. Matt, I've I've also gone for quarterback. Okay. D- do you know any other positions? Any other but but quarterback. Yeah. Oh, um, winger, wing. <laughs> um, no, no, no. What no. about fly? Uh, no, fly there, half. No, there's a, you. You could have gone with kicker. That's probably the only one that's slightly relatable to the other ones. But is that a, a that's a position kicker? Yeah, there's a dedicated kicker. So literally, he doesn't play any minutes apart from when there's a kick, and he comes on and he kicks, and then he goes off again. Now that's a jo- that's that a job like you a- want to have. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so mo- move on do we to... Get, do we get a point for quarterback or not? Oh, uh, yeah, you do, you do, you do, okay. you do. Uh, question number nine. What sporting event is held at Augusta? I'll give you a bit of a clue. It's happening this week, but it hasn't started yet. Okay, so Matt? It's the Masters. Okay, Amy? Masters of what? Amy, um, what's your guess? Cycling. So Matt is actually correct. The Masters. Do you know what sport yes. it is? Golf. Yeah, golf, yeah. Okay. Golf. Oh, so. I thought golf and then I... Yeah, so yeah. the Masters is happening this week in Augusta. Uh, okay, question number 10. The last question. Who is Seve Ballesteros? Pronounced terribly, but we'll go with it. Matt, you ready? Yeah. Go on and Amy, you go first. Head of the FA? Okay. 
champ. Math. A referee. <laughs> no, wrong. He's a golfer from Spain. One of the greatest <laughs> ever. One of the greatest ever golfers. I was so confident. Why were you confident with that? Okay, who's the head of the FA or whatever? What's his name? Oh, I don't remember his, his the, the current head of the FA's name. But I don't think he's a Spanish guy. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's dead now, but he was one of the greatest ever golfers. And it's, it's kind of topical because oh, no. he, he was one of the greatest ever Ryder Cup players, which was question number four, and also he won the Masters a few times, so which was question number nine. So. Anyway, um, so what, what were the scores and draws from that? Four or five to Matt. Yeah. Okay, so we're back to even, so we are now up to 22 all. Oh. Oh! So, 22 all. Good. Ebbing and flowing. Okay, well, I'm embarrassed about that FA question. Um, <laughs> along with right. many things this episode, but that's I, I I need to know who the head of the FA is. Yeah, I just looked. There's a guy called Mark Bullingham or something, and I've never I've never heard of him. <laughs> so I've completely got it confused. Huh. Okay, so there we go, 22 all. It's still all to play for. It's very tight on uh, Quiz Akabusi. Uh, so thanks once again, Sports Virgins, um, Dylan, for informing us. I think I've reached a whole new level of embarrassment, actually. I'm going to find out who that head of something that I'm talking about is, because I swear... I mean, the fact you've even it. forgotten the head of what it was you were talking about. Well, you know, I'll get there. Trust me, I will get there. And I would just like to add, once again, my apologies for my Redskins t-shirts so. and i would once again like to add that had nothing to do with me that's all well i'm i'm very yeah. much going deck on ant right now it's all on you <laughs> no, deck supported ant the whole way you should have I mean... one pointed it out you know i think you saw it i think you saw it and went oh she's gonna she's gonna slip up there i'm just it's my time to shine <laughs> uh thank you dylan for informing us and uh hopefully we'll learn a bit more in the next week and see you next week Thank you for listening to Sports Virgins, a Pomodo production. Please follow us and like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on your social media platform of choice. We are at Sports Virgins. Follow us, tell us some sports facts, or more preferably, tell us that you know less than us. That would help, or any kind of sporting stupidity, please. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.